0: you guys are excited. I hope you guys are hungry for the word of God today. I mean the Lord has something really special for you all today. Um I mean we last ended with 2nd Samuel. Now we're in um 1st Kings and I'm telling you the Lord has just been revealing so much about 1st Kings like there is something very special that the Lord has in store for us. Isn't it interesting that for those of you who know um, in my last message, I said 2021 was the year of the Kings and the first uh, Bible study of 2021 is first Kings. Come on now. Only God could have arranged that. I didn't arrange that. God um, orchestrate it and put everything in order. So this is key for your destiny or key in what you need to do in 2021. Amen. Already, I feel God's presence just invading the place right now. I can feel the anointing right now. Oh my goodness. He is so excited. I am so excited to share this word with you all because I know it is going to change your lives. It, it, it is going to impact your life greatly. You no, know, like who is ready for that? Who is ready to receive something from the Lord today? Who is hungry for the word of God? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So we are about to get started. I'm going to pray and then we're going to hop into this. Um, We're real quick. OK, I see someone had a hand raised. Does someone have a question? or is that just your excitement if so that's the wrong button to push (laughs) glory to god uh but let me pray and we can hop into this amen amen let's pray oh lord heavenly father right now i come before you And I give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. And right now, Lord, I pray that you will allow me to decrease so that you may increase. Anoint my lips of clay, that I may be an oracle of God. Let nothing I say be of earthly wisdom, be of everything of heaven and the spirit. I pray right now, Lord, that you will touch the people's hearts and minds to believe and receive your word. I right now, Lord, I submit my body to you and I say, Lord, use me in any way that you see fit. Um, And I pray, Lord, that let the words be fire and the people would and let them be consumed by it. And right now, I decree and declare right now that the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is at hand. And I just pray, Lord, that you will just um, move and speak to your people in a mighty way. Lord, we love you. We adore you. Thank you. Praise you. It's in Jesus' name I do pray while the presence of the comfort of the Holy Spirit and my prayer partners in agreement said with me. Amen. Amen and amen. All right. So we are in First Kings. Yeah. First Kings. And I am very excited about this because First Kings, there's so much revelation in First Kings. Yes, my charge is to show you the Holy Spirit and uh, Jesus in every book of the Bible, which I will do that. But it's also to show you secrets of the kingdom is to show you the deep things, the revelation of the kingdom of God, to show you how. Uh, The kingdom of God operates the dynamic of it. The Lord began to speak to me. He said, Simba, he said, in order for them to understand how to be kings, they have to know how to operate in the kingdom. They have to know what are certain protocols, why they have to do certain things so that the kingdom can manifest in their life. And if you know the word of God, the kingdom is not in word, but it's in power. So the kingdom is not even in your life unless there's demonstration of power. Oh, I hope you are understanding this. See, you might know the word, but that don't mean you got power. See, the kingdom is in power. Jesus said, if I cast out devils with the finger of God, then you know that the kingdom of God has come to you. So he said there has to be a demonstration of power in order for their Uh, In order for you to know that the kingdom is functioning. And I'm telling you right now, we got the kingdom of God here today. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm telling you, there is going to be a demonstration of power in your life. There is going to be a manifestation of God's power in your life. Do you want that? Come on now, let me see. Who, who Who wants a demonstration of God's power today? Come on now. Come on now. Who wants that? Glory. Glory, hallelujah. So we are here in 1 Kings uh, chapter 2. Okay, we're going to start at chapter 2. And what I want people to understand, give you a little background information, is that this is David. David is about to die. So now Solomon is next in line to become king. Okay, Solomon is, um, you know, uh, before he becomes king, David... Gives him a few instructions, right? Now I would. A lot of people know how I operate in the kingdom. People know I, uh, you know, being a king in, in God's empire. But the thing is, you have to understand before you can actually become, oh, like a king. Yes, by His blood He has made us kings and priests. But you have to have instruction from another king before you can assume the throne. You have to be instructed or trained by a king in order to become one. It, 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 it's what I'm saying making sense. That's why Solomon had to talk to his father David first. He had to talk to him so that he would know how to be a king. What uh, what is What is instruction? See, this is the problem with the church. See, here I go already. Some people in the church, y'all can't handle no instruction. So how in the world can someone teach you how to be a king if you can't handle no instruction? No one can tell you nothing because you're hard-headed. Come on now, especially those in the African-American community. You know when your mama told you, like, girl, why are you so hard-headed? Oh, boy, why are you so hard-headed? You see, but the problem is it's not hard-headedness. It's hard-heartedness. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me. It's not that your head is hard, it's that your heart is hard. It, and that's why you can't receive no instruction. You see, and this is the theme that you will see in Kings is that God, what he does, he raises up prophets to talk to the kings. But the problem is the kings are so hard hearted that they can't receive no instruction, so they can't receive no blessing from God. Y'all ain't, oh Lord, who here is getting this already? holy spirit give them revelation I'm a, like we, we, we going deep today are, are are y'all ready for this are you there 1st Kings chapter 2 can someone do me a favor Monty, can you do me a favor can you go into the chat and put 1st Kings chapter 2 can you put this here come on now can you do that for me if you don't mind appreciate you bless you 1st Kings chapter 2 here we go are you there Now, I want you at verse three. Okay. Everyone should be at verse three. This is David talking to his son before he becomes king. Check this out. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies as it is written in the law of Moses that thou mayest prosper in all thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself. Now, here we go. For that the Lord may continue his word, which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed of their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he a man on the throne of Israel. Oh, my goodness. So, let me stop right there. You have any idea how powerful that is? So, literally, what David is telling Solomon, he's saying, listen, son, if you want to be a successful king, if you want to have a prosperous rule, then you have to put God first. You have to listen to God first. You have to do what God tells you to do to the letter. You cannot do what you think God wants you to do. You have to do exactly what God tells you to do. If you want to survive, he said, listen, see, he told Solomon, even though God made a promise to me, there's a requirement for the promise. Y'all ain't talking to me. See, a lot of people, you know the promises of God. People who are prophets prophesy you the promise of God, but you miss the requirement in order to Activate it in your life. There is a requirement, God says, that has to be met in order for the anointing to take effect. David did not say, I'm just hanging on to the promise God gave me. How many of y'all know I'm just holding on? How many of y'all heard that before in the church? I'm just holding on to the promise God gave me. I'm just holding on to the promise. I'm just holding on in faith. No, what you need to do is put your work boots on and get to stepping and start doing the requirement God says to activate the promise he gave you. That's what a king does. A king has to go to work. A king cannot just sit there and wait for a promise. He has to put in the work. Are you hearing this here? I'm not fussing at you. That's just the fire of God. You know me. (laughs) I ain't shouting at you. That's just the fire of God flowing. Amen. Hallelujah. So look at this. Here's the key. Is everyone with me? It says that the Lord may continue his word. So he's saying, not only did God made his promise to me that that my throne will go on forever, which God did. God kept his promise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. See, He going in today. See, you have to understand, God will do his part. You still have to do your part. The problem with the church, the Lord is doing his part. Y'all ain't doing your part. So don't blame God when, when the promise doesn't manifest or when the promise doesn't happen. You have a requirement. God does not give you the anointing so that you can look cool in front of man. He gave you the anointing so that you may glorify his name. Y'all ain't talking to me. See, I, I I don't know if people are ready today. I don't know. Maybe it's because some people are on mute. I don't. I, I I just don't know. I I don't know. Lord, am am, am, am I coming too heavy on the people? Like, who, like who who honestly who wants some, Continue more? To teach. Come who wants yes. some more? Come on, who wants some more? Come on, glory to God. <laughs> Come on now. I need to hear. I need to hear another person. See, Sister Audrey hungry. Who else is hungry? Who else wants some? Come on. Who wants some daily bread? Come on now. Come on. (laughs) Glory to God. I love looking. I love hungry people. See, that's what the Lord wants. He wants some hungry people in 2021. You got to be hungry for the word of God. That's why I gave y'all a break. Come on now. Let's wake up this morning. Glory to God. Look at this. Four. The key is in four. That the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me. Saying, if thy children take heed to their way. Meaning that if they are aware. If they are doing what uh, they're supposed to do. To walk before me in truth with all their what heart. See, God is a businessman. God wasn't just saying they have to do what I told them to do. They got to have the right heart when they do it. Oh, come on, somebody. See, how many of y'all think, well, God, I did the work. That should be good enough. No, God says if you ain't got the right heart, you that disqualifies you even if you do the work. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me. God is a heart man. Write that. Write that in the chat if you with me. God is a heart man. Write that down. Write that down in your notes. God is a heart man. He cares about the heart. He doesn't care just about the work. He cares about your heart and and when you did the work. See, some of y'all and I know I know this because I I'm a victim of it. Some of us, our problem is when we get an attitude. with God and stuff, like we're like, well, God, I did the work. Yes, but you had the wrong heart, though, when you did it. Well, Lord, I fasted, but you had the wrong heart when you fasted. Or you had the wrong heart after you fasted. You got to have the right heart in order to get the promise of God. You have to have the requirement. Look at this. It says with all their heart and with all their soul, that means soul, their mind will and emotions have to be aligned with God. Come on now. How many y'all know that sometimes when God wants us to do things, our emotions are not always in the right place. Come on now. God wants you to go talk to somebody, but you like, I don't want to talk to them. Why? I got an issue with them. They got an issue with me. God says, I don't care nothing about your little beef in the church. I care about, are you going to do what I told you to do? Are you going to walk before me with the right heart? Are you going to walk before me with all your soul? Do I have your soul? Do I have your mind, will, and emotions? See, some of you, you might have given them your heart, but you didn't give them your soul yet. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, yeah. they ain't ready today. They ain't ready today. Are you hearing this here? God is saying, you got to give me your heart and your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. You have to give me all of that. And this is how you know. If your emotions are not in line with God's emotions, you need to get them in line. You are a king. You get your emotions, your mind, everything back in line. And I know some people are like, well, Simba, that's hard to do. Let me tell you something about the word of God. It was like, well, I can't control my mind. You're supposed to. The Lord said, and bring every, take every thought captive in your what mind to the obedience of who the Lord Jesus Christ that means every thought that runs through your mind you gotta tell it you are under the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ glory to God glory to God yes if it's not in line with the kingdom of God I got no business thinking it What about my emotions? Let me tell you something. He hurt my feelings. How many times have we hurt Jesus' feelings? And yet he still loved us. Just because your feelings are hurt don't excuse you from loving. Because you hurt God many times with your sin. The Bible says you've hurt God with your sin. And yet he still loves you. So how in the world can he show you love after you hurt his feelings. But you can't show no love to somebody just because your feelings are hurt. Amen. Amen. Well what about my will? Learn from Jesus. Not my will father. But thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will not my will Thy will submit yourself To the authority of Jesus Christ And watch how his power Manifests in your life Just say that right now Lord I submit to you Just say Lord Jesus I submit to you I submit to your authority I submit to you See I ain't even all the way Through kings yet Come on now Who's here? Who's here with me? So it says with all their soul, there shall shall not fail thee, a man of the throne of Israel. So that means if you keep these requirements, this is what David is saying. If you keep these requirements, God says you will not fail when you're on the throne. Are you hearing this here? So now let's move on a little bit. Y'all ain't ready for this. Are y'all ready for this? I I, 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 I just need to make sure. Come on now. I need you to go with me to 1 Kings chapter 3. So Solomon. David dies. Solomon is about to become king. Are you ready for this? Uh oh. let me see, Lord, where do you want me to go with them? Ah, here we go. So let's go to first Kings chapter three and let's go to verse three. Okay? Let's go to verse three. Are you here? See I'm about to I'm about to rock some people's religion right now. We we see this ain't see I, the people's like well, somebody, you can't preach like this in the church, I ain't in the church, I'm in the kingdom of God <laughs> I'm in the kingdom first, take it up, this is how kings talk amen, hallelujah so here we go is everyone there? And Solomon loved the Lord walking in the statues of David, his father, only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. So here you see what Solomon is fulfilling what uh, his father David told him to do. And he loves the Lord. So he's listening. He's doing that. Now look. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. Now, let me tell y'all something, because I'm about to show y'all something. Pay attention to that. So it says a thousand burnt offerings to Solomon offer upon that altar. Next, in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I shall give thee. So a lot of us know that part where God comes to him in a dream. He comes to him and he tells him, hey, you know ask me anything I'll give it to you but this is the problem with the church you missed the requirement of how he got that you missed the requirement what was the the requirement look at here here's the key and the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there for that was the great high place, a thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. So what did he do? He gave an offering to God. So this is for all the religious people that got a problem with ties and offering. You see, Solomon gave an offering to God, a thousand. You know the people who talk about thousand dollar miracles. Oh, that ain't real. That's real. A thousand dollar miracles are real because it happened right here. Solomon gave a thousand burnt offerings. He gave an offering of a thousand to God. Are you hearing this here? So, and I'm not preaching this, you know, talking about giving money. I'm talking about you have to understand God's protocol in the kingdom. You have to be willing to give tithes and offerings unto God. Into the kingdom. You have to be willing to do that. This is the problem. I I, I tell people this. People might get mad at me. I don't care. Your cheapness will keep you from your blessing. Your stinginess will keep you from your blessing. Because if you are stingy with God. God will be stingy with you. Are you hearing this here? The Bible says he loves a cheerful giver. That means when you give and you have a bad attitude about it, guess what? You disqualify yourself from the promise even though you gave it. Oh, yeah. Let me let that set in for a second. Who here needs to hear that again? (laughs) Who here is with me? Come on. Ties and offerings are requirements. If you are stingy with God, he'll be stingy with you. If you, if you have, to, when God says it's time to give, you got an attitude about it. or you trying to figure out uh, how much can I give and still have leftover for myself? If you go in with that kind of heart, you will not receive the fullness of what God wants you to have. God is saying, will you give me this so I can give you more than that? Y'all ain't talking to me. I'm telling it's right here. I'm not making this up. Look at it. Look at it. Are you there? It says, and the king went to Gibeon. Gibeon is a place. To sacrifice there, for there was the great high place. And look. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon the altar. He gave it willingly. He gave more than what anyone else gave at the time. Y'all ain't talking to me. Because he was the king. He had more so he could give more. Oh yes, He had more so he gave more. And look at this. In Gibeon The Lord appeared. So Solomon's in Gibeon. God, because he was so pleased with Solomon's offering, God went to him. Oh, come on. There's a difference to when God wants you to come to him. There's a difference when God says, I need to go find you. Because I'm so pleased, I'm so impressed, I need to go find you. I need to go where you are. Instead of you coming to me, I'm going to come to you. Who here is receiving that? Come on, who, who is getting this? Come on, look at this. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon. And look at what he says, in a dream by night, and God said, ask what I shall give thee. God literally tells Solomon, ask me anything, I'll give it to you. Who here wants God to be like that? God says, ask anything, I'm going to give it to you. Anything, give it. But then, how many of y'all, if God said, ask anything, you afraid you're going to screw it up? <laughs> Come on now, be honest. Who here? It's like if God came to you and said, "Ask anything, and I'll do it." How many of you are afraid you're going to screw it up? You're going to ask for the wrong thing. There may be times. There may be times. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but how many of you would like to know how never to screw it up? Who here wants that secret? Who wants the secret to if God said ask anything, you know exactly what to ask for. Who here wants to know that? Only two people? Share really? It. Share it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm seeing some people. Glory to God. Oh, I'm seeing some people now. See, there we go. Come on now. I need some people. I need some interaction on here. Come on now. I get no love on here sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, am I preaching to myself? Come on now. (laughs) There's my heart. I love it. Are y'all ready for this? Here's the requirement. Six. Look at here. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart. There he go again. He's talking about what? The heart he's saying he had the right heart before you look at this with thee and look and thou hast kept for him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on a throne as it is this day seven here's the key and now O Lord my God thou has made thy servant king instead of David my father and I am but a little child I know not how to go out. Or come in. So he's telling God, I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) I mean, y'all felt like that. Lord, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what to do. I don't even know what to ask for. You're saying I can ask you anything. I don't even know what to ask for. Look at this. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen. A great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. Do you see that? So what is the requirement? God was not impressed with Solomon asking for power, for money, for wealth, for prosperity. Look at what... Because Solomon learned from his father, David. He learned from another king. This is how you are with God. See, David knew God. He understood God. So Solomon learned from his father, David. Look what he learned. An understanding heart. He didn't ask for wisdom. See, how many... People, y'all heard this message before. He said, and he asked God for wisdom and he was pleased that he asked for wisdom. That's not what he asked for, genius. He asked for a wise and understanding heart. That's why God was pleased because God is a what? Heart man. So what you ask God, if God asks for any, God comes to you and says, ask anything, you ask God for the right Heart. <laughs> oh, who caught that? Oh, some of y'all missed it. Who caught that? You ask for the right heart. If God says you can ask me anything, you say, "Lord, give me the right heart. Give me." the heart that is required give me a new heart give me a clean heart give me a wise and understanding heart in fact you can ask for the same heart Jesus had because Jesus said learn of me for I am meek and low and what heart come on somebody oh someone should have shouted hallelujah on that one come on now Jesus said learn of me for I am meek and low and what heart. What did he say? Learn of me. Learn of me. This is what you are to pray for. This learn of me. If you want to have the heart I have, ask for it. That's all you got to do with the father. Ask for the right heart. I tell people all the time, sometimes I don't ask God for things. I ask God for the right heart for that thing. So I said, Lord, give me an understanding heart. Give me a wise heart. Give me a heart full of your love. Give me a heart for the loss. Give me the epistles written in heart, the, 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 the word of God in my heart so that I might not sin against you. Come on now. I start praying hearts because I know that's what he wants. S- some of y'all don't know this. This is the key to a lot of stuff in my ministry is that the reason why I have the places or I am where I am with God is because I have the right heart before him. So God didn't give me the thing. God gave me the right heart for that thing so that I could get it. Y'all ain't talking to me. I didn't just ask God for wisdom. I asked him for a wise heart. A wise and understanding heart. I asked him for the heart to teach. Y'all ain't talking to me. I asked him for the heart of David. The same heart David has. That's why... Someone said, Simba, you remind me of David. Someone once told that to me. So you remind me of David, the way you play on the piano, the way you worship God. He said, you remind me of David. That's because I asked for his heart. Ah, who's getting this? Amen. Yes. Preach it. This is how you will never miss with God. You ask for the right heart. Give me a heart of integrity. If you are afraid that you are going to screw up, then say, Lord, let my heart be upright before you. Give me a heart of integrity. Create in me, O oh Lord. This is why David prayed this. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Because he knew God cared about what? The heart. His heart had to be right. This is how you will never miss with God. Glory, hallelujah. Who here is excited about this? Who here? Who here is now going to change their prayer life? Who here is now going to change their prayer life? Praise God, yes. Instead of asking God for the thing, ask God for the right heart for that thing. Because even if God gives you the right thing, if you don't have the right heart, you'll lose it. Come on, somebody. And did you not know? Look at what it says. And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. You see, he asked for the right heart. And then God said unto him, because thou hast asked this thing and hast not asked for thyself long life. You see that? God was pleased that he asked for the heart. He asked for the heart. He said, "'Because you didn't ask for money, long life, neither hast asked for riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thine enemies,' he said, "'but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words.'" Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. (laughs) (laughs) But do you see what God did? Look at what Solomon asked. Solomon just asked for an understanding heart. He didn't even ask for a wise heart. But because God was so pleased and so impressed, he said, not only will I give you understanding, I'm going to give you wisdom too. I'm going to give you a wise and understanding heart so that there will be none like you before nor after. (laughs) How many of you want to be like that? Where God said there will not be another one of you Because you have the right heart before me. Come on now. Who here will want God to say that to them? There will not be another like you. There will not be one like you before nor one after you. Because you have done right. You asked for the right heart. He said not even David had this. Oh y'all ain't talking to me. He said not even David had this. Look at this. Oh, I got to read that again. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. The Bible says, and to this day, the world knows this. Solomon was the wisest king ever. He was the wisest king ever. And no one has ever matched up to the wisdom of Solomon. God kept his promise to Solomon. He said, There will not be another like you because you have the right heart. You asked for the right thing. Are you hearing this here? Ugh. Who wants some more? Are are y'all done? Did did I wear y'all out? Or do you want some more? Please keep going. This is so good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, oh, spoiler alert. Oh, I got to show you this. Go to 1 Kings chapter 4. Go to 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 31. Are you ready for this? I'm about to blow your mind. I'm almost done. Are you receiving something? Come on now. Are y'all... Now look at this. Actually, verse um, 29. 29. Chapter 4, verse 29. Look at this. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much and largeness of what? Heart. So he expanded his heart so that he could do more so that he could receive more from God. Right now, just say, Lord, enlarge my heart so that I may receive more. Just say that, Lord, enlarge my heart. Put that in the chat, write that in your notes. Just ask the Lord right now. Enlarge my heart. Look at that. So it says, in understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. Now, check this out. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and all the wisdom of Egypt. The whole world, no one was like him. Just like God said, right? Come on now, check this out. For he was wiser than all men, than Ethan the Ezraite and Heman and Chalco and Darda, the sons of Maho, and his fame was in all nations round about. And he spake 3,000 proverbs and his songs were 1,005. Do you see that? So God kept his promise to Solomon. He was wiser than anyone because he had what? The right heart. Now look at this. And the Bible says, then he prospered. Oh, come on, somebody. He prospered because he had the right heart. He could have asked God for money. Y'all got to understand Solomon was wealthy, y'all. Solomon had money. I'm talking about money. This man put Bill Gates to shame. He had money. He knew how to make money. Why? Because he had the right heart. Ah, oh, come on. Uh, Y'all ain't talking to me. Some of y'all been asking God to bless your finances. God says, ask for the right heart and I'll bless it automatically. It comes with it. You get the right heart so that I can bless you with with it with the amount I want to give you because this is the problem. God will bless your finances, but this is how people's hearts get corrupted. This is what's wrong with the church. See, God will bless you with money with 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 all that wonderful stuff, but because you ain't got the right heart, you don't know what to do with it. You gonna spend money on dumb stuff. But with the right heart, it's a package deal. Who here... I'm going to share one more revelation. Do you want it? Do you want it? Who here wants one more revelation before we go? Oh, come on. I need to hear some lions in here. I want to see some kings. Come on now. This ain't cheap. Who want this? Come on. I need to hear some kings in here. Come on. Absolutely. <laughs> come on now oh glory to God are y'all ready for this go with me to Matthew chapter 5 go with me to Matthew chapter 5 who wants some teaching from Jesus now who wants some teaching from Jesus mm. oh come on Lord, I don't think they were ready for today. (laughs) It's okay. Are you there? Matthew chapter 5, verse 2. Are you ready for this? Check this out. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye which men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Now, here's revelation. Are you ready? Holy Spirit, give them revelation. He's talking about hearts here. Jesus is literally teaching. If you ask for this kind of heart. This is the reward you will get. (laughs) If you ask or if you have this kind of heart. This is what you will get. See he said blessed are the poor in spirit. So You So those who are poor in spirit, but also in heart, he said, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So you can pray and say, Lord, make me poor so that I may be rich in you. Oh, come on, somebody. Ah, (laughs) Ah, come on. Blessed are they that mourn. Lord, give me a heart that is not afraid to mourn in front of you. For I want you to comfort me. Come on now. You ask for the the right heart. Blessed are the meek. Lord, make me meek in heart. Why? So that you will inherit the earth. Come on, somebody. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst. Lord, let me always hunger and thirst for your righteousness. And even, Lord, when you fill me, fill me again. Come on, somebody who here is getting this. I feel the glory of the Lord in this place. Come on now. Who's getting this? Lord, give me a heart that hungers and thirsts for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Lord, give me a merciful heart. If you got an issue showing people mercy, ask God for the right heart and he'll show you how to give mercy. The reason why you can't give mercy is because you don't have the right heart. But if you say, Lord, give me a merciful heart the same way that you have mercy upon me, give me your heart to have mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall what obtain mercy. That means even if you screw up before God, because you have the right heart, He'll give you mercy. Ah, come on, somebody. They ain't they ain't, they 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 ain't ready for this. I'm about to drop the mic. They ain't ready for this. Amen. Oh no no, keep going. You see this. <laughs> Those who want to see God, those who want to see Jesus, those who want to see and have an encounter, ask God for a pure heart. For it said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall what? See God. That's one of my secrets. The reason why I can see when Jesus enters the room, there you are, wonderful master. is because my heart is pure before him. Blessed are the pure in heart, for the reward is what they will what see, God. The Lord taught me how to pray the Beatitudes, but I didn't understand what I was doing. But later he showed me, you're praying the right heart so that you can receive these things. See, a lot of people said, because I have meekness. Let me tell you, let me tell you what meekness will do. Um, Let's see. I went to a college that I didn't even think I was good enough to get in. I got in before the requirement they said to get in. I aced my classes, even though I had one semester where I basically flunked. But because my grades were so high, I hit the ground running. I graduated with my bachelor's. Then I got accepted into one of the best schools in Virginia for teaching and I'm in their master's program. None of that I asked God for. But because I had the right heart he was able to give it to me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes. Isn't he good? Isn't God good? Oh yes. (laughs) He is absolutely awesome. You see that. None of that I asked for. I didn't ask God to send me to UVA. I didn't ask God to send me to Regent. I didn't ask God to place me in the positions where I am. I didn't ask God to send me to Ghana to do a crusade. I didn't ask God to do any of that. But because I had the right heart, he was able to give it to me. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. The reason why maturity level, you have the right heart. Those who are tired of being called babes in Christ. How many of y'all, if you, if you consider yourself a babe in Christ, how many of you want to graduate? You tired of being a babe? Ask God to give you the heart of a peacemaker so that you can mature. Y'all ain't getting this. Come on. Lord, give them revelation. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called what? Children of God. That's not babe. That's graduation. That's the next level. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. Give me a heart, Lord, that can handle persecution for your sake. I lay down my heart, my life for you. For theirs is the what? Kingdom of heaven. Oh. I hope you are understanding this. See, if you want power in the kingdom of God, you got to have the right heart for God to do it. You got to meet the requirement. It says, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be what added unto you. Seek meaning what? With your heart. Uh, mm. Mm. Seek with what your heart, with all your heart, that's why the Lord says, Seek, seek, meaning your heart has got to be in it, you gotta give it all you got, seek with all what your heart, and then hold on, oh Holy spirit, give it back, give it back. He talked about seeking, yes. <laughs> But there's something else. Because when you seek. You seek with your heart. Thank you Lord. He brought it back. Whosoever saith unto the mountain. Be thou cast and removed into the sea. And does not doubt in his what? Heart. So that means from your heart. You got to speak the word of God. I'm done. I'm putting down the Bible. (laughs) I got to put that down for a second. Oh, come on, somebody. It ain't enough for you just to say it. Mountain, get out of my way. You say it with your heart. And you don't doubt in your heart. Mountain, get out of my way. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your heart is the requirement for the promise. You speak the word of God from your heart. He said, whosoever saith unto the mountain, be thou cast and removed in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, shall have whatsoever he saith. Why? Because he said it with his heart. Not with his mind, not with his mouth, he said it with his heart. Oh, I'm done right now i i i i got it. i I don't think I have anything else i think I think that's all the Lord wanted me to do today. I hope you come um next week because we got this was first King's part one there's a part two that the Lord wants me to show you like but I believe the Lord really wanted me to stress today in order to be a king you got to have the right heart you got to be able. If you struggle with instruction, you got to ask God for the heart of instruction. You got to say, Lord, give me a heart that can handle instruction. Why? Because I need to be able to not only hear from you, but also hear from the people you send to me. So that I can be a king. Because the Lord can't give you authority if you can't handle authority. God will not trust you with his power. He will not trust you with authority if you can't handle authority. So you need the right heart. Oh, I believe that's it. I'm about to pray. I'm about to close. Because honestly, I don't even know what to do with myself right now. <laughs> I'm like, just like, well, I don't even know. But did you all learn something today? Did you all come expecting something? Did you oh, yes. receive something Guess today? Oh, so, yes. Absolutely. Oh, g- God. glory to God. This is so wonderful. So I'm about to pray. I'm about to close. And again, I just pray that you all have a blessed time, a blessed day. If you want to hang out with me for a little bit while I'm still on here, y'all can. I mean, whatever the Lord wants to do. Okay. So let us pray. I could just feel his presence. Wonderful Jesus. I thank you. I thank you for coming here. I thank you, Lord, right now for all the people who are listening, all those who are attending Bible study today. And Lord, I thank you for Lord for the revelation, for sharing with us to have the right heart. It's not enough just to be in your kingdom, but we need to have the right heart. And so, Lord, I pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will give us, like Solomon, a wise and understanding heart. I pray, Lord, that you will give us oneness in heart with you, with your will, with your your purpose. I pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you will fill their hearts with your love, with the same love that you have, for your darling son, Jesus, that that same love will be poured into them right now. I pray, Lord, that they will have meekness in heart, that you will give them merciful hearts, that you will give them hearts that hunger and thirst for righteousness. I pray, Lord, right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will give them pure hearts, that you will give them clean hearts before you. Lord, we lift up our hearts to you right now. And I pray, Lord, that you will give us hot hearts, hearts that are completely engulfed in your flames, that are completely on fire for you. Lord Jesus, Lord, how I love you, how I thank you, how I thank you for those that you have placed to me, and I give them right back to you. And I pray, Lord that, Lord, let these words be in their hearts so that they might not sin against you. Keep them, Lord. Flood their hearts with your light so that they may see and understand you, Lord. Oh, Lord, how we love you. We adore you. We thank you and praise you. And just have your way. Have your way in this day, in this time. Thank you, wonderful Jesus. Someone just received a healing today. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the fire of God fall on all those who are listening to the sound of my voice. That it will touch their hearts. That it will consume them. From the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. Make us burning ones for you. In the year 2021. For it is the year of miracles. It is the year of kings. It is the year of the book of Acts. Bring it into manifestation in all their lives. Lord, we love you. We adore you. Thank you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name I do pray, while in the presence of the comfort of the Holy Spirit. For thine is the kingdom, power, and glory forever and ever. And my prayer partners in agreement said with me, Amen, amen, and amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of the Father, give me the Holy Spirit, be with you all now and forevermore. Take care and be blessed.